Welcome to episode 14 of the Lost a Step podcast for Sunday, June 19th, where a bunch of guys who are not me used to be semi-decent at sports come together to talk about what's going on in the world of sports. If this is your first time listening, hey, thanks. Please be sure to follow us at Lost a Step 1 on Twitter. Lost a Step was taken, I guess. And search the Lost a Step podcast on Facebook to stay connected with us. You know, behind the scenes stuff. You know, we'll tease about the interviews, maybe some uh, promo things here and there. I don't know. Max is in charge of that. And please remember to subscribe on Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcast. It helps us out. How are we doing, guys? Mike, I understand you're a little bit, you know, under the weather. Yeah, Mark, I appreciate you taking the intro. Uh, I talk too long at the time. As Pinto would say, I lose a, a couple miles an hour on my fastball. So my voice kind of <laughs> tinkers out. I appreciate you doing this. And beautifully to done, be fair, by the way. To be fair, I don't know why I've been doing the intro at all. So maybe you found well, yourself a new role here. We might have some discussions behind the scenes. Yeah. So, guys, what are we talking about this week? You know, I, I'm always learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have to start with uh, an NBA finals recap and then we'll talk a little bit of hockey. What do you think, boys? Yep. Sounds right. After that, you know, the loss of step segment and uh, maybe a story you may have missed. Who knows? All right. So uh, my job is done, guys, and uh, I'll see you when I see you. Thanks, Mark. See you, Mark. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Marcus. <laughs> Bye. Uh, <clears throat> the one thing that he did not add that I'm sure he uh, will regret immediately. Happy Father's Day for our, our fathers on the show and Pinto. Real special one for you this year. Your Yo, first. Oh, yeah. Number one. Uh, came up quick. Just uh, what she's been alive. Just two and a half weeks. Uh, it was it was great. It was great. Got to spend a little time with, with uh, my father. Uh, went over to the house. Had a great time. And it's it's really it's fun being a dad. It's fun. It's fun what having was, a father's day. What was the what spread? Did get you? Oh, that's I'm sorry? the first question. What was the spread oh, at the, at the Pinto oh, house? Uh, where do we, where, I mean, we're going to go over now. Oh man. My, my aunt made the fried egg plan, a little mozzarella, a little tomato. Um, my sister slow cooked ribs. Uh, my dad grilled up a little sausage, a little steak. Ooh. No. When you, if if any of our listeners ever, as the kids say these days, sheesh. And if any of the (laughs) listeners ever want a good meal, you come through now, not, when I say the Pinto house, not my apartment, you come through my, my parents' house and you will be fed and you will be fed well. And that address is <laughs> now, Tom, because you're a debt Twitter. Yeah, because Tom and Max now you can just putting this out there. Dad stash. You can do it. Mm. Both I of think, you. I think come Naomi on. would. I think Naomi would divorce. Come me. on. Do it. It's it's in now, man. Top Gun. I, it's in. I, I think it's Naomi in. would divorce. <laughs> Mike, did you have a question for me too? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I asked what Ava got you, and then I was gonna ask Max what Mason got him. Um, Ava got me probably her. You know, for I really never knew this. Like really, newborn infants they don't like smile too much early in the beginning. But she probably gave her best smile so far in the whatever 19, 17, 18 days that she's been alive so far. So that was mm-hmm. the best present that she gave. Hands that's down. cute. She gave and a really good one. That's cute. And Max, I, I already saw a picture of what you got. But if you want to describe it real quick. Oh, we yeah, going, for yeah, sure. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that I was going to awesome. say that's going to be tough to top for me. I think like in the coming years, Mason's got some work to do to find a better gift than that. But yeah, they the family got me a baseball stadium like a wooden 
type map that you can like hang up or put as like a picture frame. Um, as maybe some people know, but Pinto is doing the same thing. We're both uh, trying to see all the different baseball stadiums and uh, I've been to about 20 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically you can, there's these little like baseball, I don't even know what you would call them, but you can put them in to show that you've been there. And so they're all empty right now. And I'm going to do that soon um, where I can fill it in. Um, and so just an awesome gift. It's something I've like talked about, but I didn't realize it was an actual thing unless someone, you know, would make it for me. But I guess it was out there uh, on Etsy. So Pinto, maybe, maybe an I idea ha- for you guys to I have, I have one, but mine's, oh, you not, do? mine's not the map. Mine is just like the American league is at the top, the national league. And it's just five by five. Like it's like AL East, AL central, AL West. And then you you scratch off as you go. Oh, that's still, that's still a cool idea though. My, yeah. So I wasn't expecting that, but that was pretty cool to open up this morning. My national league central is my only completed row because the one that I have has the Braves new stadium and I went to the old one. So I haven't been to, to truest park yet. So my national league central is my only fully completed five. I've got the East because I got the NL East because right. I did go to that new stadium, right. but soon I think we'll, we're planning a trip out there so you can cross that off. Yep. Before we start, I'll be done with the AL East. Uh, I'm heading there Friday with a couple friends. So Oh, nice. uh, heading to Tampa to to get my last AL East team. Have fun. Tell us what happens in that life form of a stadium out there. Hey, it's going to be a great play? game too. The Rays Pirates. Oh, so I'm going to see wow. some great, a great matchup. Average How much are those for, tickets? Av- average payroll for player thirty six ninety five. I'm just. You never know though, because even if it's bad, you know the Pirates. Obviously, you know we're joking here, but. Hey. You never you know can still get you a good could, game. You never, you, we, what would, what a no-hitter? The, the Astros the other day, two immaculate innings with the same three hitters? Yeah. How, how is that possible? You never know what you're going to see when you go to a baseball game. Crazy things Very happen. Very true. Crazy That's why it's fun happen. going no matter what. Yep. The 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 um, Someone could hit a ball at Tropicana Field. It could hit the light tower or the light stanchion up top. It and could no hit knows. me in the head. It could hit you in the head. Right. We'll see you on ESPN. Because we know you can't catch, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not You're bringing not, my glove. I was going to say, don't bring your glove. Don't do it. <laughs> don't yeah. bring your glove or ESPN will make fun of you or something. <laughs> Soon I'll have an excuse with Mason, his first right. game. Right. You're, you're going to have to be the dad that holds his kid in one arm and catches the yeah. ball in his beer with the other. <laughs> Just that legend. always makes you on. That's how you get on Sports Center every time. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get going. NBA Finals recap. The Warriors' fourth championship in eight years. Before we really get into the, the details of it, uh, thoughts on the series in general. Max, you go first. Well, I, I was going to say I was trying to think about our predictions, and I know I had the Celtics. Um, I think Pinto, Mike, did you guys both have the Warriors? I said the Warriors in seven. I said the Warriors in six or seven. Okay. So pretty good for you guys. Yeah. I guess I didn't expect, uh, I didn't expect it to go like that. I just, I kind of expected, um, Curry to have a good game, game six after what was he? Oh, for nine in game five, from three. So I kind of expected that, but I did expect the Celtics to play well. Um, someone I've been kind of talking about, I know I mentioned you guys, I, I tried to get them on the loss of step. Um, but I think we have a better one for you, but Jason Tatum, I just, he's so close to that. Like, top I don't I don't know if you want to say top five or where you want to put them but 
Mm-hmm. It just seems like he's not like when people are about to put him there, he he kind of takes a step back. That's what I see, at least. Um, and so his consistency isn't there. A great way yeah, to put so, it. It's really yeah, and I just it. think I looked up his stats right before because I knew he didn't at times didn't have a great finals, but he still had some good numbers. But um, free throw wise, I think he shot like 65 percent from the line, which surprises me. I know he's not like a Steph Curry type free throw shooter or someone that's going to shoot 98 percent. But but you he, need your guy to hit him. You expect more. He also didn't take a free throw, I believe, in this game or it was game five. But like for him not to get to the line, that kind of confused me as well. Um, you, you look for guys like that to like if they're not shooting well or if they're struggling in certain areas to get to the line and at least score points that way. So that was kind of my my big takeaway. Um, just kind of a disappointment from him. Um, obviously had a pretty good playoffs and he's a great player, but just again, maybe not taking that step to the to the Giannis's and and those the, even the Luca maybe mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, you I mean Giannis first, right? If, if of course if, if if I was starting a team and it was Luca or Tatum, I'm going to take Luca, right? I agree. Right. Um, I I I think it's just crazy because I said Warriors in seven. And after four games, if you just said uh, there's going to be two games played, and in one of in one of the games, Steph Curry will shoot zero oh. for nine from three, you'd say we're going to have a game seven, and oh, yeah. you 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 just can't lose that game if you're if you're the Celtics, you just can't, <clears throat> and they did. No, um, I agree. You know, it's a it's a it's a testament to. You know, it's not, and you know, Clay Thompson is still is not Clay Thompson that we've seen. He's he had some good moments in the playoffs for sure. Is yep. still a good productive player, but he's still not his old self. Maybe he won't get back to that level. <clears throat> I, I hope he does because he's a great player, but he wasn't his his normal pre injury self. And with their supporting cast, they were still able to do it. And and one thing I was thinking too, guys. Um, more in game six than in game five, obviously. And for, for years and with good reason, we've, we fell in love with Steph Curry shooting threes as he, as he's revolutionized the sport in ways that athletes is so hard to do. And maybe it's just me. And you guys tell me if, if I'm off here. Um, but me, I, I think it's so underrated of how good he is going to the basket and, and he's and a phenomenal scorer. He's, he's a you phenomenal, can do he's a phenomenal he driver and you, you have to respect his shot. And then it's just this little slender guy just going through the mounds and the Celtics are big and tough down low. And he hit um, maybe three tough layups during the, mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, which never really seemed in serious doubt, but the Celtics might've got it to, I don't, I don't remember the exact number, maybe six, seven with, with however, seven, six minutes left. And then he just had a cup. So he was he was able to basically close out the game, close out his finals MVP. He 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 hit that one corner three with whatever ninety seconds left. But I think that was his only one of the quarter. You're right, exactly. Mike given the Mike given night the night. Mike given the night night sign. But he was able to, and I think we take that for granted sometimes. How good his handle is, how good he is off the dribble, and the layup doesn't look as cool as the three. But he's so good at it too. When he does it, it doesn't look bad though, man. It doesn't look like a normal layup because, like you said, it's just a little guy going to the basket, kiss off the glass. Yeah. It's kind of like, kind of like Kyrie in a way where I'm not saying Kyrie's the same shooter, but the way Kyrie, like it just looks so pretty. And I'm not, 
like the balls on a string. Kyrie fan. The way the way uh, he the way they move through tight spaces, just so effortless and and clean and creative, and everything that they do is smooth and calculated. Where some guys, like no offense to Giannis, like sometimes he just drives the basket because he's seven feet tall and he's pure muscle, and he just it just looks sloppy. But then he finishes. And it's either offensive foul or defensive foul. Exactly, exactly. But like Curry can split a double team and like. And, and just create the least amount of space possible, but then kiss it off the glass and just run back, like pumping up the crowd. Like it was yeah. nothing. And it's phenomenal to watch. And Max to go off of what you said about Tatum, he just, he has those moments where, or, or those games really, where yeah, he'll score 40 and he looks transcendent, like a talent, like an absolute elite player. And then expectations for the next game. Well, now you have to do it again because it's the NBA playoffs yeah. and it's the finals and he can't do it. He can't maintain that level game after game. And a stat for you, he's the first player in NBA history with 100 turnovers in a single postseason. And, and that's a oh, glaring really? stat if you he look at it. it. I mean, so turnovers, they turned it especially so against the Warriors, too. too. Yeah. He, you know, he averaged, he, he did not have a good series possession-wise, like hanging onto the ball, keeping the ball, making his shots. Um, it, it, he just wasn't good enough for me. And it's scary to think what the Warriors just did with, Clay Thompson, who, like you said, Pinto, he's not himself right now. Mm-hmm. Think about another year off season to get healthier, right? I don't think Curry, even if Curry isn't what he was this year, next year, he's not going to fall off that much. No. Draymond's going to be Draymond. Jordan Poole's going to be better. Kaminga's going to have another year under his belt. That's a scary team and going into next year. That Andrew Wiggins guy. Oh, just gets, unbelievable. Just, he, has there ever been a guy who's gone, who's just gone so under the radar and played so well, right? Like we all know who Andrew Wiggins is. And, and Mike just, and Mike just blanked out on him for half a second. Cause that's how, I, under, yeah, you're right. Because I'm just going through it. He yeah. Goes. It's, it's on he And he was so good. Yeah. Um, Did you see the video of him and pool yeah. afterwards yeah. in the locker room? There's like <clears throat> pool's got the camera and it looks at Wiggins and they're celebrating. They got like the goggles on for the champagne. Pool's like, you gonna get a bag. And Wiggins is like, now nah, you gonna get a bag. And Pool's <laughs> like, we gonna get a bag. And they're right though. They are so right. They deserve, I mean, Wiggins, Wiggins more than Pool because Wiggins Poole's- fit in Wiggins fit in so seamlessly with them. And his defense on Tatum for a, the majority of the series was absolutely outstanding. He was he was terrific. And I, I don't know, maybe. I guess I just didn't watch him that much when he was in Minnesota. You watch every chance right. there on national TV, yeah. which Minnesota is not that much. I, I never thought of him or remembered hearing that he was a really good defender. I, yeah. I you know, offense is is his strong suit, but his defense on on Jason Tatum, nonetheless, was outstanding. He was he was Phenomenal. terrific. He was absolutely He's terrific. Some- Sometimes I feel like we hear or maybe we see the defensive side more when we're like on focused on a series instead of like the regular season because like That's a really again, good point defense isn't like emphasized in a regular season, but like yeah, you watch a guy for like four to seven games and you're like and you hear them talk about him a little bit more and you watch him guard one guy or like contain a a really good player so maybe that's part of it too with Wiggins because yeah I'm with you on that where I I just kind of knew him for maybe more of his offensive uh skills and didn't really think of him as a defensive guy at all unbelievable and 
I know, I know we had talked about Draymond Green and we had that little conversation. Did he fall off? Is he Draymond? Is he whatever? Game six, 42 minutes, 12 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, five for 10 field goal, two for five from three, two blocks, two steals. Had himself a game. I think he's 11. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he bounced back a little bit there and I think he's a big part of that team. So good for them. Four in the last eight. When you, uh, when you mentioned about next year, I mean, don't you guys think, which this is obvious, but injuries really is just such, you know, a difference maker because without clay Thompson, even clay Thompson at, you know, again, Pinto, not maybe not full strength, but I don't know if this Warriors team gets to where they are without him, you know, being, being 75% or whatever I want to say. Um, if it's just a, not a lot of it, but some of it's got to be luck just with injuries and, and guys staying healthy of yeah. guys that's staying healthy really because that's everything with sports but i'm just pointing that out because this warriors team you know what last year did they they didn't even make the playoffs they were in the playing tournament they I believe. were in the plan they lost and they to, lost they lost to the lakers right when lebron hit that lebron hit the three was that right? the playing game i honestly that was, am that blanking was, that was the plan lebron hit that bomb three with whatever less than a minute okay. and and at and then at, was the year before Staples. when they when they were like pretty bad they were yes, that, that was, was when curry when, was hurt that was when curry and and, and so, i mean obviously if curry and thompson are both hurt but even if like right. one guy goes down for a really good team it just changes a lot of things and of guys course, have to maybe yeah. play different positions things move around so like you got to have some luck on your side um i think the bucks obviously you know being a little biased with middleton had a good shot to get by the Celtics. Um, probably a good chance to get by the Heat. So it would have been interesting to see. I would have loved to see a Bucks Warriors finals, obviously. Uh, but Middleton went down, and um, you know that was part of it too. So just the injury is definitely a, a big thing to think about. And that's why you don't see a lot of repeat champions because it's hard to have that have that luck uh, for for multiple seasons. Yeah, I would agree with you. I have um, a question for you guys, really oh, yeah, quick. I had one too. Go um, ahead. and I'm not taking sides here who's right who's wrong who i lean towards i'm not taking sides are you guys kind of sick of the twitter beef back and forth uh, it's, it's really getting that's old. what i was gonna bring up that's what i was gonna bring up you're talking about we did not plan this folks i swear no. so mike and i just have a little intuition right now it, uh, it's, yeah it's getting old man it's, it's getting tired well, and again, what? I'm I'm not taking sides. I'm not saying the Grizzlies <clears throat> should be quiet because they've never been there. And I'm not telling Clay, just shut up. You won your championship. Go enjoy yourself. I'm not picking a side. I'm just like, enough's enough. To <laughs> me, to me, I just want to know. I guess I never know what's like actually real or if it's just like for for the show or like they kind of make it more of like an entertainment, like yeah, just to get more eyes on it because. A lot of the time they play each other and then after the game, they're, you know, dapping, dapping up or whatever they, up. and like it, again, people Draymond, talk about like Draymond's how it's a different not, NBA. Draymond's not playing when he's, when he's tweeting stuff out. He just, he just, he just goes for headshots. Yeah. yeah he, I guess, he doesn't care. I guess to me, it's just like, I wouldn't say it's like a fake thing, but just, it's just like, I don't know of, if like they really have issues have... with each other and there's no, like once they get on the court, a lot of the time, I'm not saying all the time, but like there's really nothing it's just more for like basketball and 
it's the NBA and they have to, you know, keep busy, I guess. And but to me, it's really not other, much. It's annoying to me too. Well, the game. Yeah, that's the I wish thing, it was though, real because like, then it would make it more interesting. Right. I feel like, I feel like typically it's you go at it and stuff on the court and then your brother's off the court. As soon as the game ends, you dap up, whatever. And, and then it doesn't carry over. But in this case, it did carry over. Right. And with, with the extra stuff. So I think it, I think it is a legit thing. I think like Clay said in his interview, yeah, you know, he's, I mean, he said it he, bugged the hell out yeah, of him. He said, yeah, it, he yeah. said it really he, bothered him. He called Jaron Jackson a, a clown. And a, he called him yeah, a, bum bum and a clown during his press conference. So right. That's, yeah. not, that's not playing if you say that. No, like, it, what he says, and he goes, he goes, a certain player on the Grizzlies tweeted strength in numbers after we beat them in the regular season. And he straight up, he goes like, that really bothered me. He's like, you know, freaking bum freaking clown whatever he (laughs) said and he's like i got strength in numbers is alive and well and you know i i think a lot of the time especially i think it's different and like what pinto said he's not saying shut up because you haven't been there like you're not saying that to them but i think that says i think clay is saying that like if if lebron had done that which lebron wouldn't do that I think it becomes less of a thing because it's like LeBron and there's respect for LeBron in the league or other players who have won and done these great things. But for a team and a player on a team who has never really accomplished anything in the basketball world for him to tweet that I can understand why that would bother somebody who's a three-time NBA champion and one of the best shooters of all time and a team that is a dynasty. So I don't get, I guess I'm just interested to see next year, uh, those two teams, but I, I wish like it was a thing where they didn't always say good game after every game. Like I wish there was some 100%. guys that just didn't like each other. And it, and sometimes it seems like everyone like likes each other. Yeah. And I, people that talk about watching, you know, I didn't watch much in the nineties, the NBA, I would say when I was you know five 90s, or whatever, but people talk about and I could, there's some I could, actual I could, nastiness. I could, I could write you a book. Yeah. But so only- I'd like to see more of that. The only sport that I enjoy post series things hockey. is hockey because they don't necessarily like each other, but they show but it, respect. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not like Jimmy Butler hugging Jason Tatum right. after they lose a series saying, go right. get it, bro. It's all yours. Nah, bro. No shot. I'm right. dapping you up, uh, whatever. I'm saying good game, good series, but I'm not congratulating you. I'm not saying go get it, go win it. No, I'll, I'll shake your hand. You won. Although, although some of done. the players might go, although some of the players might go a little extra. Countrymen might go a little bit extra towards. Well, each hockey other. guys, yeah, for sure. But it's yeah. always it's a it's a handshake, it's a yeah, pat on the pat shoulder on the pads back. or whatever, guy, and then it's next guy. Yes, in line. yes, it's respect. Yeah. It's look each other in the eye like men. We just went to war for seven games, six games, whatever it is. Respect. It's about to be three, but it's not. It's not. Four. Oh. I'll tell you what. You're never going to see two hockey players swap jerseys after a game no and take a picture for social media no you won't it's just never gonna happen that's not how it goes can't stand it <laughs> even in soccer like i'm a huge soccer guy i can't stand it when i see that stuff <clears throat> after a team loses and the guy they just swap jerseys and take pictures and post all over social media i can't stand it bothers the hell out of me I know uh, Spencer Port High School didn't swap jerseys at the end of games. We can't <laughs> afford to do that. <laughs> I know we're kind of here with uh, this segment, but do we do we want to mention our quick poll? Yes. And maybe just let people sure. absolutely, Max. So so I saw a poll on Twitter, basically you know short story. Iguodala, Andre Iguodala just won another championship with the Warriors. Um, 
or Carmelo Anthony and basically just asked who had the better career. It didn't give, you know, little specifics. It was just who had the better career. So I guess you could just kind of take us, you know, whatever spin you want to put on it. Um, we talked about it a little bit before the show and, and I feel like this one's, you, you'll get a lot of different opinions. I think it's gonna be more mixed, um, but we put up a poll over on Twitter. Uh, Mark gave our Twitter handle before loss to step one. Uh, but yeah, check it out. We're going to have it up for the week. So that way, when we actually uh, release this, you guys will still be able to vote on there. Um, so maybe we won't talk too much about that, but maybe next week we'll, uh, we'll give our opinions and just see how, it, how that shook out. I'm still a little heated from our <laughs> pre-show conversation. Uh, <laughs> as Pinto rolls his eyes. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, as Max said, that'll be up and Hopefully we get some votes and we can have a real conversation about it because I'm looking forward to it. But all right, <clears throat> so we had uh, we had mentioned the Warriors and the the dynasty that they've built. We'll move right along to a dynasty that looks like it is about to fall apart. Uh, speaking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, <sighs> Stanley Cup Finals. It's not looking great. Down 2-0. That game last night, an absolute old-fashioned shellacking from the Avs. Pinto, you go first. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I was at a wedding last night, so I caught up with the highlights. I mean, it just it just seems like Colorado has the puck on a string, um, and it's just their world and everyone else is, is just living in it. They are so offensively gifted and in such – harmony and it's it's amazing they didn't win the president's trophy it's amazing that florida won the president's trophy and that and that and that they didn't i know their their goaltending isn't spectacular but it doesn't even need to be i think we could have played goalie last night and we probably they probably would have won seven six right i mean they are it makes me feel better as a Rangers fan that they are up to well in one game two, seven, nothing, because there's just this unstoppable force. It seems, I mean, if they win this series in, I mean, if, if they win this series in five or less games, you have to start thinking of where you rank this team in the all time great hockey. I mean, they've lost two games in the playoffs two, and they're two wins away. They are an, they are an unbelievable, cohesive unit. Kale McCarr is as, as good as an offensive defenseman as, as I can ever remember. It's basically, yep. a, basically another forward that you're playing with. And again, I, I didn't watch the game yesterday, but just watching the highlights, it just seems like every single player they have is just like skating rings around Tampa Bay. They it's not just fly. They, they fly. Right. Thank you, Mike. They it looks like they are flying. And Tampa Bay's no like, you know, first time in the party. This is the two-time defending champs. And game mm-hmm. one was close, went to overtime, although Colorado outplayed them, still went to overtime. So that's a toss-up once you get in. They ended it super quick. Look, if if Tampa Bay wins another two games at home, just like they did against the Rangers. I mean, you really have to tip your cap to them on how impressive that would be because, you know, they're down 2-0 to the Rangers and they won two in a row. This is not the Rangers. 
anymore. This is a lethal offensive team from the future, maybe that has <laughs> just coming down and showing how how on like Mike said on the verge of a dynasty, and that's so hard in hockey. And the fact Tampa's here, we we said it last show. It's incredible that they've won eleven straight series, but they look like they're like being pushed to like the retirement home now and, <laughs> and, and Colorado stepping in. And I know we've got, yeah. you know, five more games to play with. If it got that far, I don't think it's going to go past five games. Maybe, maybe Tampa gets one game at home. Um, I said, Colorado, so, <clears throat> I said, Colorado in five. Sorry. My they're doing this. They're doing this. And McKinnon, Hasn't really done much no. points-wise in this right. series. Makar stepped up, obviously, last night. He he had a couple late goals, I mean, contributions, or whatever Landis it was. Gog, the Chuchkin, yeah. Barakovsky. <clears throat> there's, there's guys that haven't even, that you expect to be the ones, you know, they score seven goals last night, and there's a few guys that weren't even on really on the stat sheet. It's it's amazing what they're doing. And um, right. <clears throat> Mark Messier said after the game, that was the most dominant best team game performance I've ever seen in my lifetime. And he's played in his share of playoff and games over exactly. the years. That's a guy that's played seen a lot share. of hockey. He's played a lot of hockey. Played with played with Wayne Gretzky for years. Won yep. four Stanley Cups with Wayne Gretzky. And how and talk about having the puck on a string and flying. Well, I shouldn't say that because Wayne Gretzky really was never the fastest guy on the ice. He could just move around the ice in ways that other players couldn't and could right, anticipate yes. plays the way other players couldn't. But he was never the the fastest guy on the ice. No. As Mike said, the avalanche different. look like they are flying. Yeah, and they're on, all on the ice. They're all great skaters. They all think the game well. They're all like cohesive. I think you said that word cohesive. Right. They just look so organized they're, constantly. They're, and they're defensively, they're doing a so great crisp. job. Even when the they... defensively, they're doing a great job, but they're they're uh like odd man like rushes, their breaks, right. their ability to jump the puck, right? Two two v one to goal, like it's it's unbelievable. And <clears throat> real quick, Max, before I let you go with your thoughts, Landis Gog, 29 years old, McKinnon, 26, Rantanen, 25, Makar, 23. That is unbelievable. They are going to tear up this league for a long time with that core of players. Go I ahead, think Max. this is what people expected maybe a year or two ago um, when everyone was picking them to win the finals then. And this is like finally them putting it all, you know, together and, and come doing to fruition. it. But I was going to ask you guys, I thought about when Pinto was talking about the Avalanche not playing a lot of long series. I know the Lightning probably wouldn't make this excuse, but does that have a big effect where the Lightning, you know, yes, they had a quick Panther series, but then they had two, what, two game seven, uh, seven game series. One. They they didn't have seven with the Maple Leaf? Yes, seven, then a sweep, and then the Rangers were six. Okay. So two long, longer series. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, what do you think of that? Does that have a huge effect on, you know, just fresh legs? Uh, what do you guys think? I think, I think maybe, but again, we saw this, that Tampa really didn't have their legs great at the beginning of the Rangers series. Right. And then they, they got it back once they went home. So Give them a benefit of the doubt. Let them play game three. See how it goes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. They've 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 earned that right to not be counted out. They've earned. Yeah, that I don't think right. people would be surprised yeah. if they've earned. I could see them that right. They'll they'll probably win one of two. I think home. they could get one of two at home. Yes, I think yeah. they can get one of but two at home. Um, interesting. 
uh, Veselevsky had never given up three goals or more in the first period of his first 98 playoff games. And then he's now done it two in a row. Right. They have him a little bit rattled. Right. And I know it was a big question yesterday. Is he going to play the third period? So, uh, he, Max, did you watch the game? I watched like more the beginning than the, I didn't watch the end once yeah. it was well, where it, what five it was. Nothing. Yeah. Fair. So, so I guess my question for both of you and more so Pinto, cause then Pinto is probably a little bit more of a hockey guy. No offense, Max, right. but in terms of Tampa going into game three, what do they need to focus on more preventing goals or scoring more goals? And whichever one you think is more important, how do they do it? I think it's preventing. I, I think it's absolutely preventing because in, in again, and I didn't watch the entire game, but in watching the highlights, it just seemed like Colorado could have had like five more goals. And they, right? I think Vasilevsky had, I think he stoned him on four or five breakaways. Yeah. And just, you know, center centers and tips going wide. I think they need to defend better. I, I absolutely think they, they need to because they can, they can win games two to one when Vasilevsky, I, again, holding Colorado to one goal, easier said right. than done. I'm not saying that's easy, but they can do it because Vasilevsky has done it and is a great goalie. Tampa Bay only scored three non-empty net. Uh, let me rephrase. They didn't score more than three non-empty net goals against the Rangers all series. So their firepower is not humming on all cylinders right now. They've got talented guys, but they're not lighting it up like Colorado. I don't think they can win 5-4, 6-3. I don't think they can win like that. I think they need to win giving up one or two goals. Now, again, you could say they could have won game one, crapshoot in overtime. Okay, fair. But that's not the game that they want to play. They want, and again, Mike, in answer to your question, mm-hmm. not as, as I, I never played hockey, so I, I, I would feel wrong giving you the X's and O's of to break it down how they're going to stop Colorado defensively, right. especially because it's so hard. But I 100% believe the focus needs to be more on defense than on offense because okay. you yeah. got Stamkos at home. You got Kucherov at home. You've done it before. You can do that again. They can they can get some goals from their big guns. You, you get a power player early in the game. You, you get the first one and off you go. Right. So yeah. I, I, I think that their their big guns can step up at home as they did against the Rangers when they went down to nothing. But they got to. Even like you don't even want Colorado to have like good shifts in the beginning and no. a, like a, a, a two on one save and one save hits the post. They got to come out. And again, I don't know how you do it because Colorado's so stinking good, but it right. has to be defense first. hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. Max, do you have anything to add? I uh, I think exactly the same as Pinto. I that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, they, like you said. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think people, because of the dominance in the first two games, people aren't probably giving the lightning a chance, but you know, again, they've earned, like Pinto said, they've earned that. Um, sure. If, if it's two, two after four, if, I wouldn't be super surprised. If, it, if it's two, two after four, I, I would be surprised. I wasn't surprised against the Rangers. I'd right. Be this is different. Like you said, this is, this is different. I would, be I guess I'm still just, they tie this too. I, I, I think it's they still the lightning one. to me. And I guess that's why that's where I'm coming from as a, right. Someone that doesn't know 
you know, as well, but right. yeah. But, uh, but again, like I, like I've said before, Max, this lightning team is as great and gritty and, and been there, done that as they are. They weren't an, an unbelievable, they haven't had home ice in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is still right? crazy. Right. Yeah. So, so think of it like that. So this is probably the, the worst and again, worst, you know, 110 point season. So take that as, as you will. Right. But it's probably the worst version of the three teams the last three years. And it's a really good version. But Colorado's just they're so good. Another just level, so good. yeah. So I would be surprised with all due respect to Tampa Bay. And they've earned the right not to be counted out. And I think they could get one. If they get two, I mean, hats off to Tampa Bay. If they can win two in a row here, really. Because I don't think they're, I don't think they are going to. Max, when uh, when are you going to Tampa? So I looked. I wouldn't be there. So I'm going Friday for the game Friday in Tampa, the Rays mm. Friday night, and then I'll be there till Sunday. But I think I forget. Oops. I looked at the schedule, and for some reason, Look I'm that. thinking that it wasn't going to look you're, like they weren't going to be playing so there tomorrow. Then. You are leaving Sunday morning. Yes, and they play and Sunday night. Game six, game six, which I don't think if it's even going to get to. If it got game, there, if, if it got there, yeah, be. game six would be Sunday night, right? Uh, where well, do you guys know where the Lightning Stadium Tampa. is compared to? Oh, okay, downtown, so it's not. Yeah, it's in Tampa. The Rays are in St. Pete. The Rays are in yeah. St. Pete, the so they're not St. even Pete. like right no. so by each other. It's like a forty-minute yeah, drive. They're yeah. not close. No, uh, that would okay. be cool if you were. around. I was just and, curious. Yeah, if yeah. you were around a a championship <clears throat> atmosphere, but no, you're. That'd be cool. Yeah, cool. I I don't think they'll even still be playing by the time that uh by the time that you leave town, but we'll see. Wrong before Pinto, you could be wrong again. Hey, I I will be wrong again many <laughs> many times. <clears throat> we'll see. Well, so predictions then, Pinto, you think it's going to be, I think you said abs in five. I said abs in five. I'll give the lightning one at home. Okay. Con? I'll be honest. I think I said abs in six or seven. I know I took the abs, but no clue what I said. But um, I, I'm i still going to, I'm going to go abs in six. I think, I guess at that point it would be abs winning in Tampa. So I'll, I'll go with that. Um, I think the lightning find ways to win at least two games. Yeah. Um, I, I think I originally said I split it up two ways. I think I said my head's telling me abs in seven, my yeah, heart's yeah, telling yeah. me Tampa in seven. Um, my head is now telling me abs in six. That's what my head is telling me. My heart still wants Tampa in seven. Uh, but I honestly, think- it's hard to dislike. It's hard to dislike this abs team. They're fun to watch. They're exciting. They're so young. They go about watch. the game the right way. So I won't be upset either way. But I love, I love the thought of you know, a three peat winner and just coming back from down two Oh, so we'll see. I actually, I'm, I'm going to change. I think it's going to be abs in three Colorado wins game three, 26 to one. And then Tampa Bay fourth game four. That's just, it does just twist. The Sorry knife. about him. Sorry about him. <laughs> I'm not, um, believe me as a, as a Ranger fan, I am, I am liking the Colorado dominance. Yeah. Believe see, me. You did say, you did say I'm you wanted other to way. see that. I know, I know we talked about that a little bit last week. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I'd rather my it, team lose to the team. Yeah. I'd rather no. my team lose to the team. No. I'm with Pinto. Well, Why? it depends on the situation. Knowing that you lost to the best, it would piss me off knowing that but, I lost but, to a team that loses. But, 
I but, hate the but but I hate Mike, the team we lose to. But, but Mike, Tampa Bay's not the best. Colorado's better. Colorado's better. They're they're even I know. even if somehow Tampa Bay won this series, I'm they're not better than Colorado. They're just but yeah, but okay, but what what are you trying to say? They still beat them in a series. What do you mean? The Giants I, weren't better than the Patriots, but they beat them in the game that counted. Of course, but I I don't know. So there's I, the- I don't I don't I don't want the ring because I don't want to I don't want to think that the Rangers could have won this year. I want to see Colorado steamroll them to think that there was just no force on earth. Like if they sweep them, if they sweep the two-time champs, I'm I will say the the Rangers would would have done just the same, if not, you know, maybe one game. Who knows? I don't I don't want Tampa Bay to have life to think. Okay, maybe the Rangers oh, could have hung oh with. God, Col- I don't want to. Think, <laughs> I I don't want to think that the Rangers could have hung with this Colorado team in okay in a series. I look- and, after I look at it from a fan yesterday. That was a dominating performance. I think I just look at it from like a fan perspective and like after series, whether it's social media or if you know people in person, usually you'll get, you know, you'll hear it after a series um, if your team loses and their team wins. And so to see that team then lose in the next round, it's like, okay, so you didn't, you didn't finish the job. Yes, you beat us, but like, you can't say much. You didn't win the whole thing. So that's right. where I come from where like, I don't want to see, those fans like tell me they just won a championship. I like to see them, you know, yeah. Just if it's have a major happen, what rival, happened to us? I don't know. I don't care. I it's any different in that way. I just want to yeah. think that I just want to think that Colorado is the team of destiny, and they're going to make a thirty for thirty on this team one day, and that there was no force on earth, heaven, or wherever that could have stopped this team this year, including to be my, fair to including Mike, my beloved New York Rangers. All to right. be fair to Mike, I'm sure you'll get a good a good mix of maybe like, maybe another agree poll with you, maybe another poll. Nice tease, nice tease, boys. Maybe another poll opportunity, one. Mark. Give me a thumbs up if you think we should do another poll, Mark. There it is. <laughs> giving me a thumbs up, people. It's looking good. It's there crazy right. how like focus. He's. I love how into these episodes he gets. He's locked in, and I'll tell you <laughs> what, boys. He's our new intro guy. That was phenomenal. That was so good. I'm still thinking. Hey, thanks. That was amazing. You know, kind of just Anyways. Like, kind of just like when the Eagles went to Nick Foles and they never looked back. Wow. There you go. That's fine Nick by Foles. me. I'd rather be a part of it. <laughs> Conversation for another day, I guess. Oh, All right. Season, Story that you may have missed. I don't even remember who's taking this one. Max's. It's his former boy. I know you guys McCarthy. were fighting over it. So After heavy debate. Um, oh, I, am- I have I have a post story you may have missed question about the main character in our story you may have missed okay okay i'll keep that in mind i'll uh i'll allow it but uh but yeah so just a quick one for you um we always got to get in some nfl news or at least i like to uh mike mccarthy was just fined a hundred thousand dollars and the dallas cowboys were docked 2023 ota for violating practice rules uh basically what i'm seeing i i didn't see a lot on this um and again a story you may have missed so maybe a lot of people miss this but i guess they were deemed too physical these practices by the nfl um the organization i guess last year was fined this year they weren't um so it's just really mike mccarthy that was fined and then again i guess like otas for next year uh so i don't know if that just means like they won't have certain the same amount as everyone else 
Right. But yeah, I guess this is the second year in a row that this has been an issue. Um, I didn't think it was a thing in Green Bay when McCarthy was there, but I guess to me, this type of stuff maybe isn't that big of a deal. Um, I don't know if you guys feel differently, but uh, well, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I think it has an impact on the team when you get docked in OTA because I think those are really important days for the team to be together and work on things and do that stuff. But basically what's happening is, is Mike McCarthy two years in a row is allowing his team to hit when they shouldn't be hitting. Um, and in my mind, yes, last year the organization was fined where they had to pay whatever it was. Uh, and this year they're not finding the organization. They're finding Mike McCarthy personally. So that's interesting. He's not going to pay that. He's not going to pay that. Jerry Jones knows exactly what is happening with his team. He knew this was happening. He doesn't care. He's paying the $100,000 fine for McCarthy, and they're going to continue on and not really care what the punishment is. How does the league find out? Do they have to, like, tape the practices? How does the league find I out? I never know about some of this stuff, which, like, <laughs> like how do they know? Do they have, like, a guy in, like, plain clothes, like, or, watching the practice? Or and he has like a reporter, on, like, speed dial? A reporter says something or, like, tweets out, like, he saw this and then like, it becomes a thing. Like I am curious about what, that too. Let me, let me look this up. Let me Google it. Hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> it's we need probably some out there somewhere, it's but yeah, I mean, great resources for me, Mike, me when you mentioned guy like, the OTA the stuff, I know the Packers usually every year they like end up canceling one of theirs and do like a team outing. So maybe something like that would be like taken away also. But like, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I know, I'm sure like all those practices and time together are important. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a big deal in, in the NFL world. Um, to also, me, what, it just doesn't what is seem the, that. What is the negative of being too physical in these OTAs? I mean, I guess that's, you don't want to get guys. Rules. You don't want to get You're not guys allowed to hit before and... a certain date because it's in the players uh, <clears throat> uh, collective bargaining agreement. I was going to say like all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure players want to avoid being hit like you know as much as they can to i mean most players i would think just to be healthy or as healthy as they can be going into training camp and things like that so maybe that's just they try and avoid you know any injuries or as many injuries as they can i don't know i think it's funny that's just the cowboys too always finding a way to i'm sure mike finds it funny too. always always finding a way i do you guys think mccarthy is there after this year no well Perfect segue into my next question. I don't think nice. he's there after this year if they don't win a playoff game. Jerry Jones the has this weird thing about playoff games. If you win a playoff game, I think he's happy with you. If you don't win a playoff game, I think you're gone. Well, except for Jason Garrett for some I, reason. That's that's the <laughs> thing that would make me think that they could keep him is because I always thought Jason Garrett was a Yeah, but a, Jason Garrett did everything that, that Jerry Jones wanted him to do, no matter what it was. I think that's probably like why the they lost a lot. Is because Jerry Jones just said do this, and Jason Garrett was like, "Whatever you say, boss." <laughs> do you think McCarthy's not doing that? Yeah, he's kind of ruffling the feathers a little bit. I don't know. But I, no, I don't, me, I don't. I think the Cowboys could finish last in the division, and I don't think the Giants are that good. And I think the Cowboys could finish last. To me, if they go fourteen and three and win one playoff game after getting a bye, so weird like, hearing fourteen and three. Yeah, I, I said it, and I was like, wait, that's not. Oh, Add wait, up to 17. Yeah. So if Nine they were eight. like a one seed, they got a bye, and they lose right away, I could or they win one and then lose in the conference championship, I could still see 
a move being made. I mean, people always are going to talk about Sean Payton, um, which was something that was rumored this year, even though yeah. it was pretty clear it seemed McCarthy was staying. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be talked about a ton. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was kind of a weird hire in the first place. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, either way, just because again with Jerry Jones, maybe we never know. <laughs> Is never know. Is Mike McCarthy one of the most overrated head coaches in NFL history? Yeah, I think so. Max. I feel like he should have done so much more with those Packer teams. Yeah. It's tough to say because I I am a big I'm one of those Packers fans that I'm like, our defenses most of the time were just not that good. And like we I feel like a lot of the teams that have won Super Bowls have had like not maybe not every one has been dominant, but a lot of like really good defenses in the past. And the Packers just never really had like even like a top 10 defense or was it, you know, it just, sorry. Was it ahead. because the players were bad or was it because the schemes were bad and defensive schemes? Could he have hired better I, coaches? I wish I knew job. football. I wish I knew football well enough to like know that part of it because I, re- I can't act like I do. Um, I don't know if it's a defensive coordinator thing. I mean, that still comes under the head coach. So even if it I is, mean, it's his job. But I I don't know. But I think when I think, of I Packers, think he was an okay coach. I thought he made some I thought some a lot of the times on offense I was confused by things. So that obviously isn't a good thing. Um I don't know. I and there's so many coaches, it's like it'd be hard to even make that list. But I mean he definitely gets a pass with the one Super Bowl. If you win a Super Bowl as a coach, I feel like you're going to get opportunities. And so maybe, maybe I would say he's overrated, but I don't know about all time. It's, I feel like that's a very hard thing to, to say. Fair enough. I just wanted to bring I have it a up. soft that- spot for him because of the one Super Bowl. Um, of course. The only Super Bowl I've really, because when they beat the Patriots in the 90s, like I was becoming a fan, but I, I didn't watch that Super Bowl. So, that was my only, you know, Packers Super Bowl I've watched and like actually been really into. And mm-hmm. um, I think I still just kind of go off that and I have a soft spot for catered him. So by my to mother. Ask me that. That What'd Super Bowl was catered. That Super Bowl was catered. I was going to say I was mother. sitting with some of you guys probably. We've so made, I know I was Mike. That. We've made mention to that before. I know. Yeah. I, know. I just have to give her yeah. credit. She listens to every episode. So she'll another shout out. Thank you, Tammy. Put it in there. It's in yep. the contract. All right. Well, pretty good story that you may have missed. I feel like a lot of people have missed that. I was at, um, with Lauren's family for father's day earlier and her uncle's a really big Cowboys fan and I brought it up with him and he actually had never, he hadn't heard of it Yeah. yet. So yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like you don't hear a ton about with NFL at this time of the year. Yeah. Luckily I have like all my alerts on for everything. So I, I get the stories for the most part, but yeah, I feel like a lot of people are pretty checked out until August really. So well, our last segment, fellas, lost a step. Who is being, I don't know, I, I don't want to say it's an honor to be on our, our segment, but <laughs> no, who is being dishonored? Um, for being dishonored this week on the loss of step segment, we're going to keep piling up on Tampa, um, and hmm. we're going to switch to the Rays, a team that, um, if you can remember, is far back, I can't remember exactly what episode, one of the early ones before baseball had started, I had said that I expected Tampa Bay to take a step back in the division this year. I thought that Toronto would win and the Yankees obviously making sure that that doesn't happen. It's how unbelievable that they've been despite 
uh, Toronto winning the last game of the series today. But Tampa Bay is struggling. Uh, they were swept by the Yankees earlier in the week, lost two of three to the Orioles this weekend. They've lost seven of nine, and now they are 13 back of the Yankees in the division and currently holding on to the last playoff spot by half a game over the Red Sox. The Red Sox, who we thought six weeks ago were dead in the water, not so dead in the water now, a half game behind Tampa. They are reeling. This division, they they don't they look like the fourth best team in the division right now. They look like Boston will surpass them. And obviously the Yankees are better. No one's gonna argue. I think Toronto's better, despite it only being a two-game difference. Toronto's still hovering around 500 their last 10 games or whatever, but I believe in in my heart, and I think a lot of people agree that Toronto is better. If they've got Boston better than them too. This could be a, a, a non-playoff year for the Rays. And I, I thought they would take a step back. I didn't know it might be this hard, but, you know, three and seven, they're 13 games back of the Yankees. And they could have put a nice little, you know, don't count us out yet by winning two out of three in Yankee Stadium. And they got swept. Two and five against the Yankees so far this year. So... Not good. Not good by the way. Max is going to try to save their season by going to watch them play this weekend. We'll see uh, how that we'll see how I that goes. I wouldn't mind seeing them take a loss. Who are they playing, Max, when you go? The Pirates. Oh, the, the Pirates. Pirates. Right. All right. The I, Pirates. Made it, I made a joke. I'll see my guy, Brian Reynolds. Right. Brian Reynolds. Right. Good, well, good player, Brian Reynolds. So I have a Tampa question. Bay so, Rays lost a step segment of the week. Piling, really up hate on to t- see it. piling up on Tampa. The entire the entire city of Tampa should be ashamed of themselves yes. at this point. Getting um, embarrassed all weekend. I just quick question, Pinto. So I don't know how much you've been actually following other teams other than the Mets. I, I've been focusing on the Yankees. What like what's going wrong with Tampa? Does anybody know? Like what's their biggest downfall right now? Is it hitting? Is it pitching? Is it I think overall everyone? I think it's I think it's their pitching. I, I think that yeah. they're 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 pitching. So many years just can come out of nowhere and guys that you don't expect to be good, you know, kind of just carry the load for however, how long um, Shane McClanahan is. And they got Corey large, Kluber. Right. By and large, their best starter. One, eight, four ERA easily the best one. Kluber has been okay as a three, four, six Rasmussen solid three, four, one, but they really don't have any, and then they do a lot of they do. That's what they like to do. That's that's how they get. Maybe creative that's starting because to, their payroll's not big, and maybe that's starting to wear a little yeah. bit thin, hmm. right? Yeah. So, makes it sense. looks it, it looks so cool when they do it, and hey, we don't have any money, so this is how we have to do it. And when it works, it looks really genius it's and, all, and yeah. innovative. But yeah, you, then when you it were doesn't excited work, about them. Yeah, and then when it doesn't work, and you know, then it's like, oh, so you know, who's going to start a game that? And again, McClanahan's great; he's one of the best starters in the American League. But you know, Kluber's a, a serviceable MLB pitcher still, with his best years behind him. But he's not striking fear into anyone anymore. Rasmussen's a solid pitcher, but I, I, I think as Max just said, the the once that kind of dries up a little bit, and the openers aren't working as much. I think that's when it can kind of go. And let's be fair, Wander Franco getting hurt didn't help things either. So for sure. So they got. I will say they they got some issues. 
I will say, you know, when we agreed on, on who we were putting lost a step this week, I was super happy, but it's nice to see when, when the Rays come to, you know, town and play the Yankees, I'm, I'm used to just having a rough series or, you know, when we go there, it's, it's been tough the last few years. And so to see, you know, them struggling a little bit, it's, it's nice to see because the Rays have been a really good team um, for a bit now. And so uh, I'm hoping they kind of stay at this and they don't have, you know, a nice mid season, late season surge. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see them on loss of step. I know Mike is too. Yeah. So absolutely. Tampa Bay Rays, Rays, figure so it out. The Rays on loss of step and boys, you know what it is now. We got Mark coming in for the save call to the bullpen. Hey. Mark started the game. He's finishing the game. Call to the bullpen. Mark close us out. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I get it. <laughs> this dude. Oh. He brought it tonight. Did, did we wake you, Marcus? Sorry, you were talking about Tampa and I fell asleep. Jeez, man. <laughs> Tampa, wake up. Wake up, Tampa. If you want to hear if Tampa's going to be our losses step next week, is Tom going to like soccer next week? You know where to find us. You I know where to, to play. find us. I used to play. There it is. If you, if you want to hear about Tom's old soccer stories from a supposed heyday of soccer, I guess, give us a follow on losses step one on Twitter and the Lost Step Podcast on Facebook. This has been episode 14 of the Lost Step Podcast for Sunday, June 19th. My name is Mark. Sometimes I talk, sometimes I don't. But when you're not hearing me, it's usually Mike, Max, and Tom. Happy Daddy Day to y'all, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Let's go, Mark. Peace. <laughs>